0: Hello, welcome to Fetch Labs, I'm Sammy. I'm Eileen. And we are here with the star, one of the stars and director of Thoroughbreds, Anya Taylor-Joy and Corey Finley, and we're very excited. We just came. Welcome, we, guys. Well, thank thank
1: you. you for having us. <laughs> Good <laughs> job, Pleasure Sammy, not here. botching
0: anyone's name. <laughs> yeah. It's tough <laughs> It's tough a tough job. job, I know, I know. <gasps> we are just currently recovering from last night's premiere party, mm-hmm. which was so much fun.
1: Yeah, that was really fun. I like... Admittedly I just ate a piece of toast because I'm slightly over. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm making it through this alive, I think. Um do you guys have fun? The movie was incredible.
2: So much fun. I think it was wonderful to see everyone's uh, I sat through the screening. Yeah. And this, it was so lovely to see everybody really enjoying the film and then all the like Gasps and, and and like laughter. It was great, and then obviously afterwards you get a cocktail, so that's not of course. It's never yeah. a bad. Thing. What's
3: not to love? A few yeah.
2: cocktails. <laughs> it
3: was it was wonderful, and we had a life size or light, smallish life life size ish uh, chess Chesty. board. Yeah, that was great.
1: Which
2: is great. very true
3: to the movie, and uh, all sorts of shenanigans with with chess pieces yeah. were going on afterward.
1: I've never actually asked you. Do you know how to play chess?
3: Poorly, at a, at a very low level. We should play. You we know what I was thinking during point?
1: that scene when she was um, Olivia was picking up. The chess pieces I was wondering, was she actually like playing? Did you calculate each move? I was like, paying attention to that. Yeah, I, was well, I really was. She was playing. I don't know how to play chess, so I didn't yeah, know. <laughs> she was
3: playing herself, and she was she was following the rules of the yeah, game on in, both sides. Good and to know. Yeah. We have a, a script supervisor on the movie who uh-huh. is a real like chess fanatic, uh, and okay. I spent some time with him devising a, uh, a, a a chess pattern that reflected the character.
0: Right. Right. Well.
3: Oh yeah. I can tell.
2: So much thought goes into
3: everything. Oh yeah.
0: I love that scene, though. It's like. So good. Something I loved about the movie was how it was very like like quiet and the sounds were very like distinct and it really made you just feel like this like eerie vibe, mm-hmm. which is what the movie and is. Intense. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: yeah.
1: Someone's gonna murder someone any moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lo-
3: we're not
0: gonna give anything away.
3: Good. Yes. Mm. Yeah. No, but I love a movie that can, can get under your skin a little bit. We were certainly aiming for that in a fun way.
0: How did you come up with the idea? Well, do you want to tell t- okay.
1: tell us the idea? Tell everyone the, who's listening. Oh, yeah. The elevator pitch. The, uh, yeah, the elevator pitch of said <laughs> film. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, Thoroughbreds is the story of two teenagers in suburban Connecticut who have a very complicated, messy, manipulative friendship, uh, and it's a friendship that pushes them together into a murder plot. Mm. I think we're, we're dancing around spoilers just the right amount. Yes. That summary. <laughs> yeah, that was
1: great. Just dancing
3: around, <laughs> horse dancing.
1: Um, well, yeah, it was really good. I mean... How, yeah. So how did you come up with the idea of like Who Did you like, grow up in Connecticut? Yeah.
3: <laughs> I did not. I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, I've, and I've been living in New York for a while now. Connecticut felt like the right um, sort of community yeah. that was close to New York, but uh, very kind of upscale, very insulated, uh, lots of horse ownership, <laughs> and uh, it just felt like uh, yeah. felt like the right place.
0: I also feel like the characters, like they really felt like Greenwich girls. Like that was yeah. what. Like if I had to invent them, like that was that's them. You've just, already oh, invented them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So like good dead job. inside, Thank boarding you. school. Right. Kind of messed up.
1: But I mean, I sort of felt like I also don't have feelings sometimes. Like just like, but then I also have the um, feeling of having too many like for example um, and it's always inappropriate like I'm watching like the bachelor winter games and I'm crying and I'm sitting there why do I feel this way <laughs> or when something really exc- exciting happens for work I'm just like why can't I feel excitement right now You I know
0: that all the time you know mm-hmm. yeah
3: exactly But then,
0: or sometimes I'll, I'll like feel the right feeling like two months later <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> slightly delayed response I'm yeah. sorry for
1: the delayed response self yeah. um, so where like where did you come up with that idea like, what inspired that
3: yeah, I, I think, and the movie is about very sort of extreme characters psychologically, mm-hmm. but I hope that there is something relatable about them, and I hope that people see an uncomfortable amount of themselves in mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. and in a lot of ways I think writing the script was kind of a form of free therapy. It was uh, putting two sides of myself that, that, that I uh, am troubled by and also have a lot of love for uh, yeah. into these two characters and sort of letting them hash it out.
1: Was it easy to play this role?
2: <laughs> um interesting question <laughs> I think uh it, it was very easy to find Lily the the first time I read the script I was I could hear her voice in my head and I knew exactly how I wanted to do it but um my characters are very very real for me and so when we were on set, you know our darling crew members would come up to me and be like, God, Lily's such a bitch. And I would get so mama bear protective. I was just like, you can't talk about my character that way. She's completely justified in everything she's doing. And it's only in watching the movie and having shed some of her skin that I'm like, oh, like my ladies are a little toxic, a little bit twisted and a whole bunch of scary. So yeah, that was hard. Totally, totally. Um, I think because we only had 22 days to shoot, even though we had a lot of fun. um, that's it?
1: That, it doesn't take like years and years, it's just 22 days?
3: Oh yeah, years and years of development, but this one came together very quickly. Wow,
1: cool. Okay, totally. sorry. There
0: no, no, <laughs> yeah, weren't a lot of sets, I guess. Yeah. It was all like the house and... The chess. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. was, that was part of the house.
2: Exactly. That was legit, like that was actually there. We did not create that. The chess pieces Which were house all there. Yeah. <laughs> so house. A lot of... <laughs> yeah. I want that.
3: Yeah.
1: Backyard. No, I was a little scared of it. I was like, I don't want to live like that. <laughs> it's, really it's too cool. many scary
0: rooms.
3: Yes, bit of a bit of a castle, yeah. almost a dungeon. <laughs> Perhaps, uh, but yeah. a beautiful one.
0: Yeah, yes. yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah. Were you and Olivia friends, or was it sort of like you were in character and then you you kind of had like a weird relationship because of that?
2: We hadn't known each other um prior to, to filming this, but we were very aware of each other because we were both at Sundance uh, the same year, her with Muriel and the Dying Girl, and me with the witch. And so we sort of had like this weird sort of parallel going on. Um, and I don't think we did it intentionally, but we definitely had our first day that we ever met. We had the loveliest day, we talked about everything, you know, Anya and Olivia met. And then we both just sort of stayed quite separate because we only had the 22 days to film. And so whenever we're on top of each other um, in the scenes, we're hitting each other with some pretty like sharp barbed wires of, um, of dialogue. But there was, never, there was never any animosity, it was just like, you know, she was doing her job, I was doing my job, and then we would come together and be sort of like these symbiotic beings with, whilst we were filming.
3: Yeah, and yeah, they were both very dialed in, and it was a very, you know, friendly, fun set, but uh, I think a very focused one. Very much so. Yeah.
0: It makes sense with like, how your characters were relating in general, mm-hmm. just that you would sort of have like this distance, because it felt like you like loved each other as much as like your characters could potentially... That, Mm -hmm. yeah. I feel
1: like you hit something. Um, you're really on point with the idea of like this culture of being dead inside, you know, how like there's all these memes about it, and like. Even there's like a, on Instagram, like there's a little jiffy that's just twirling that just is dead inside.
0: Yeah. I just. So when people like say like they're they're laughing at something or they like are just like they're really into something, they'll be like, I'm dead. I'm and dead. And that's, oh, that's, yeah, that's I, when they have too many emotions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They can't so even.
2: They <laughs> can't. They cannot even. <laughs> they cannot
1: even handle. But it's like the whole time you're like, no one asked you to even. Like just right. line up to tell me about that. That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> no like, one asked you to
0: ha- like handle these things. If you were like an English speaker, like, You'd be like, I can't even. That doesn't mean finish the <laughs> sentence. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. But, oh, gr-
3: grammar is a strange and beautiful thing. It's, yeah. I love, love the way that it transforms uh, <laughs> over the years. And yeah, I hadn't thought about like the, the the hidden violence in language of you know, I'm dead. I'm dead. Constantly.
1: Yeah. R.I.P. <clears throat> me. Like that's constantly right, with a joke. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, we, like that's something I was thinking about I was while watching. I was like, this is really going to resonate with millennials because I like you just said there is so much that like I recognized in these characters like this feeling of sort of like I don't want to like feel something because it's like too much or I don't want to like admit that I feel something um, that like that sort of feeling that people want to just like totally distance themselves from their emotions mm-hmm. and people are sort of afraid
1: afraid mm-hmm. of what they're gonna feel. Yeah what's it okay would you rather cry once every year? Or once every week. <laughs>
2: once every week, same. release that. Like just let it's it happen. Constantly hysterically <laughs> crying. No, like, sometimes, sometimes, like, like literally, sometimes on a plane, I will deliberately pick specifically sad movies just so I can sob for like a continuous <laughs> amount of time and then be like, and I'm good. <laughs> like and I'm relaxed. So oh I, I, th- I do the
0: same thing. It's sort of like this. It's like it feels really good as a release, just to. Just the cry. actual crying. And it's yeah. funny that in the movie they had, she like was talking, teaching her on a fake cry. Yeah. And that it really like is a very weird thing. Can you yeah. fake cry?
1: Well, you're an actress, I figure. You can fake cry. I can't do it. <laughs> I mean, maybe I can. I don't really try. Maybe I'll try the technique on the yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I can't. Cry. I'm always so embarrassed when I'm watching a movie and that makes me cry on the plane, and I'm just like you cry in like every movie. I know. <laughs> and the Bachelor <laughs> Winter Games. <laughs> they, and it was it was tears of happiness though. I when when I see yeah like those are the
2: best. Oh my goodness, the Olympics or like anytime someone's <laughs> right.
1: like I, I I love
2: dancing, and so I like I go to the ballet a lot. I go to see different shows, and every time they come out and take their bow, I'm. Literally just sobbing, like yeah. you're living your dreams.
1: Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, like I, I definitely feel happiness for people on screen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, but, but for yourself, it's much. It's harder. harder.
1: It's just yeah. harder. It's that's crazy. I should yeah. see a therapist. <laughs> do you ever feel like,
0: and I'm sure you, you both experience this, having had a lot of success. Like, do you ever feel like you're somewhat detached from your own success? Like, you, you aren't like fully realizing it as it's happening.
3: I do I think I, I and we all feel some form of like imposter syndrome mm-hmm, that's yeah. a term that I really like I think particularly we'll say, yeah. as a as a director on set there's such a your your job is to be kind of the calm cool leader of it all and to at least appear to know exactly what you're doing at all times uh, and I think it's such a a, a profound human fear that you're going to be found out at any moment
1: I feel like that's also like female um entrepreneurs have that too like Mm -hmm. the imposter like oh the men know what what they're doing um more than we do so I think Corey admits that it's not
2: just us no it's, it's everybody and I think there's a there's a comfort to that like I remember the day I realized that whenever I met someone I always thought oh god I hope they like me and then one second I was like what if I don't like them? Write. Like, yeah. well, how how does that mm-hmm. work actually as a thing? And um, in terms of being detached from success, it hits me in the weirdest moments. Where like, I don't know, I'll be watching a, a Disney movie or something, and I'll realize that I'm, you know, like part of of a of like a movie making community, and I'll just start to cry. Like, oh my god, I'm <laughs> actually an actress. This is happening. But I'm it an never, act right? But, <laughs> but it never happens when it's like. Over here, take a photograph. You're just like, why are all these like bright flashing lights coming yeah. at me? I'm just trying to keep it together. <laughs> leave me alone. Guys. I relate to that a lot,
0: but not in the actress sense. <laughs> oh no? no. I'm not an actress. Yeah. Although, as you know, my fifth grade year book yes. to be an Academy <laughs> Award. She looks up to Meryl. Um, oh, but not yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. her name is Meryl. She doesn't yeah. even need a second yeah. name. <laughs> yeah, I liked Meryl though. Like when I was like seventeen, before it was cool to like yeah. Meryl. Yeah. Well, I feel like a lot of people <laughs> yeah. did. But you could become Meryl. You're an OG. You could Be the next oh. Meryl.
1: Right. No, you're
0: like really talented. Like I wouldn't just like say that, like, kiss your ass on our podcast, <laughs> if I didn't really think so. You that, wouldn't like, throw really.
3: the Merrill comparisons uh, on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: I'll, I'll bash take it.
0: <laughs> how did you, so I, just something you were saying earlier, like, you always used to worry, like, what if people don't like me? I think that is obviously a universal thing. What, at what point did you make that switch and how did you sort of get there?
2: It was my mum, actually. Uh, My um, my parents are amazing people and they're almost, because I've got five brothers and sisters and I'm number six, but I basically grew up kind of like an only child and we had a weird, um, like very much family-based relationship, but also we were sort of roommates where they like let me do whatever I wanted to do. And I just remember I used to come home from like my first fashion shows or whatever and I'd be crying and I'd be feeling so like... Oh my god, like I'm not supposed to be here. Like why am I here? And my mom just looked at me. She's like, "Can you please stop taking this so seriously? This is supposed to be fun. Like just go out and enjoy yourself." And at that point, I was like, "Yeah, this is a pretty cool position to be in. I'm just going to go out and try and enjoy everything rather than being like, "Oh my god, what if they don't like me? Like what if I'm not special? What if I'm blah blah blah?" It was just like, "Okay, whatever. I'm just going to be myself. I'm here. Just enjoy it."
0: Want to try to take that advice? Yeah. I mean, I overthink everything. <laughs> yeah. I think everybody does.
2: Yeah. It's also nice to imagine like the inner world going on in somebody else's head where like you freak yes. out. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever had this where like you've been really drunk at a party mm-hmm. and you feel really embarrassed oh. about seeing somebody <laughs> yes. else. Yes. And <laughs> then, <Yesterday>. Yeah. And then yeah. Yeah. But then they come up to you and they're like, "Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed about the way right. I acted." I'm like, we're the same person right now. This is yeah. exciting. We're both on the same totally. page. The thing, that,
1: the thing that sort of grounds me in that is that you have to remember that everyone, no one is thinking about you, they're thinking about themselves. Exactly. At yes. all times. Yeah. So like, there's no exception. We're all the star of our own movie. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. I, love,
3: I love these uh, this idea of parties just filled with, people that all think they're the most embarrassing person <laughs> at the party yeah, yeah.
0: you should make a movie about that it's comforting I, there you go yeah, that's there's the next an fun. idea just yeah it's, it's interesting yeah because you sometimes when i'm drunk i'll like do i'll like say something dumb i'll be like literally thinking about that for the next hour <laughs> totally like, i shouldn't have said that like i need to unsay that like just all these like and it yeah
3: i find when someone else makes like a social faux pas i don't judge them i immediately think i'm so glad someone else did something to look a little bit bad because it takes some heat off of me which is the testament to my own selfishness i'm sure (laughs) but but i certainly don't judge them as much as they judge themselves
0: i'm very much with you maybe a good thing to think about is like okay i'm worrying about me they're all worrying like they're worrying about them so like even if they don't do something stupid, you know that they're still freaking out in their head.
1: Right. (laughs) Sometimes though, when like drinking, I'll like go to sleep, then I'll have these dreams, and then I'll wake up and really unsure if like that actually happened, (laughs) or like is that something that like I turned into drama from like in my head? Like I'm very, I have a very like, a detached way of seeing what, what my night was. And yeah. I mean, I don't really drink that much. So it's like,
0: maybe that's why I yeah. think
1: it's
2: sure a enough. No, but I think the nicest thing about being, you know, intense overthinkers, which it sounds like we all are. And I'm yeah. pretty sure most yeah. of the human race is, is having an intense overthinking friend <laughs> where like you'll randomly get a text message like three days afterwards being like, I can't stop thinking about it. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I can't believe I said this to you. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, Bitch, you're fine. <laughs> like, I literally have not thought about it once. Yeah. You're all good. I don't I'm sweet. the overthinking
1: friend. Texting I'm seeing everyone. <laughs> and I they're like, I don't, don't even know what you're talking about. Exactly. And that's
2: the nicest feeling because you're like, oh, okay, it's all in my head. Yeah. It's absolutely
0: fine. Are we yeah. all the overthinking friend? Yeah. yeah. But we don't feel anything. Yeah. I think
3: everyone thinks they're the overthinking
0: right. <laughs> Let's hope. Oh, we're not alone, guys. I know. <laughs> Unity, people. Unity. But we're all dead inside.
3: So <laughs> but we're, all we're, just, we're,
0: all we're all literally dying, we're all literally dying, too. Literally, yeah, literally dying
3: Sorry. in, in literally the dying. longest sense. Sure,
1: yeah, okay. Do we, so we have um, readers? Dear Betches, um, so we always have um, people write to us, Dear Betches, and mm-hmm. we've been giving advice since 2011. Whether or not they take it, we don't know, but um, so we have a fan, so <laughs> it's I don't know what it is. I think maybe about dating. Hey, ladies. Um, no, actually, it's not. big fan of, uh, of you ladies. Super inspirational. I'll get right to it. My best friend from college and I have grown really grown apart. by the way, I'm 29, so college was a while ago. I was wrong, this is not about dating. Um, they are not gonna date in the story. Um, I know that naturally happens after college, but um, we live so st- we still live close by. We even re- remained tight in the first years after graduation, helping each other through breakups and family drama. In the last few years, though, she's become increasingly flaky and weird. I know we all love to cancel plans, but she literally always cancels. I called her I called her out on it once, and she was more reliable for a little, but it didn't last. Or she would try to schedule hangouts months in advance, which made our friendship feel like work. Mm. I haven't mm. seen her in almost seven months, but I just got to save the date for her wedding. We always we had always talked about being bridesmaids in each other's weddings, but she didn't ask me. I've never met her fiance. We've been through so much together, and her increasing absence in my life really hurts. I wish I knew what happened to us, but I don't. Um, I'm really tempted to skip her wedding and try to move on, but is that petty? I certainly don't like an important. I don't feel like an important part of her life, but after everything we've been through, would it be shitty not to go? I'm super torn, and would love your opinion. Thank you. Sincerely, a rejected bridesmaid. Oh, so dramatic.
0: Brutal Does she have an excuse. I,
1: what? Like, would not go to, to the miss
3: wedding?
1: It. Yeah, that's the best. <laughs> that's well, the, that's
3: I'm the sure one we, she can come. I up mean, with like, one.
1: I think, I think, like,
2: let's get all deep and meaningful for
1: let Let's do it. Yeah, yeah no, no, I'm but, ready to go there too. <laughs> no,
2: but but genuinely, I think at this point, you just sort of have to take care of yourself. And if you're gonna go to this wedding out of obligation, and you're gonna go there and feel shitty and feel like right. what happened to this, and then go home and like cry whilst eating a tub of ice cream don't go like put yourself first because it sounds like this is what your friend has been doing mm-hmm. and, and it's this, take is, care of yourself it sounds like, like, like she's
1: overthinking that's what I was just about to say <laughs> she's thinking too much of what the other girl is thinking and not like right. we don't we don't we can't put ourselves in her shoes right
0: I have a feeling the friend invited her out of obligation like or just feeling like it would be so like egregious not to invite like her yeah. at all. Sure. But I don't know. I feel like with these sort of things, it's like okay. Once you get to a certain age, it's like if you don't have like a real deep relationship that's like you're able to maintain sort of naturally without an insane amount of effort and negativity yeah. attached to it. Like maybe this girl has like social anxiety and that's why she constantly cancels. And like, mm. who, like yeah. who knows what? it, Maybe they she just doesn't really like want to see her. So it's sort of like why force it? It's okay. Mm. It's it's just we talked about this actually on our last yeah, batch lab. Jordana and I, and it's sort of like if if it doesn't like work, it doesn't have to work, and that right. doesn't have to be yeah. bad. I'm Just tying at you and your little microphones. Just so everyone can be
1: classic. Picture girl. this: yeah. we've we've um, improvised, and Sammy's put a lav mic to a batch's pen, and she's holding it with her pinky. <laughs> like as if I'm sipping tea. <laughs> yes. nothing, nothing
3: says authoritative <laughs> moral <laughs> advice like a tiny tiny microphone.
1: <laughs> Guys. <laughs> (laughs) We have to put this, we're going to put this on Instagram story so everyone could fully see what we're talking about.
0: It's not like I was even posing for that, like, (laughs) like, (laughs)
1: naturally. But anyway. No, but
2: but seriously, I feel like at this point you have to just take care of yourself and put yourself Mm -hmm. first. And rather than thinking about, like, oh my god, what is she going to think about me? Just be like, okay, is it going to hurt my feelings to go to this wedding? Or can I just sit at home and go watch a really awesome
1: movie like Yeah, are like yeah <laughs> so like
2: about I'm
3: a, two friends you turn that a... into a pitch that's incredible oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. skill right there yeah I
1: don't know I, I, I've grown apart a lot from I was used to have no social anxiety like I would love to talk to anyone I meet now I'm just like can, only if they say hi <laughs> like yeah no yeah. I, I can attest and, to that and also the older <laughs> we oldest...
0: used to make friends with everybody outside the bar in college every single like,
1: person like she would talk
0: to anybody <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. whatever <laughs> now I just now I just now run like just home yeah. with blinders on, um, but yeah like now a days now that I'm older I feel that like I want to just concentrate on a few of my friends yeah and that's really it we know each other so well and like that's the relationships I really give a shit about so I feel like maybe this girl is just like Just take a note and just go move on yeah, right? yeah. it's
0: not petty. Agreed. Also, like, how you were just saying, like, I think a lot of people relate to that. Like, I used to be so friendly. I used to be, like, just chatty with everyone. I also used to be like that. Yeah. And now I also feel like I don't, like, I don't really want to. Like, it, it, there's a lot more, like, anxiety sort of associated with it. And I, I kind of feel like that ties into not to, This isn't even a plug. I genuinely feel like this <laughs> ties into the movie and the way yeah. that sort like, people are detached from their emotions and their friendships. And, like, even, like, in the movie when you, like, hug Olivia, like, you guys, like, There's like this moment that you see, like, oh, like you're, you feel like you both, like, really want to, like, hug each other and connect, but you both are so, like, personally held back from it that you can't. And I feel like that happened. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I feel, right, like, we would would be weird if we hugged each other, even though we're very close friends. And it's this sort of, like, you can't be totally, right? Like, you can't be, like, very vulnerable with people, like even those you're really close to, because well, you're not. That would require being vulnerable to yourself. But no, but also,
2: I mean, time is especially like in our society that's getting mm-hmm. like quicker and quicker and quicker. Oh, time. time is so precious and so give it to the people that you want to give it to. Mm-hmm. Like, right. I'm sure that all of us can attest to the fact that for the people that we really love, we don't even feel like we have enough time to give them the time that they need. Right. So right. If some girl's inviting you to your wedding, to her wedding. But like, she's not made you a bridesmaid and she hasn't seen her in seven months. Yeah. yeah. Give time to the people that love and respect you, man. Like, yeah. Value your time.
1: Yeah. yeah. I put on my to-do list, call dad, call mom Yeah. <laughs> every week, yeah. just so I don't forget, but yeah. it's important to make that time. Um. It is. Let's, let's play some games. We play ooh, Would You Rather ooh. a lot. Now, yes, everyone, now everyone plays Would You Rather, but it We started sure. it. I
0: mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. not, not like originally, originally.
1: I think originally we you made were it playing huge. it when yep. we were like 20 in like Fire Island. Yeah, but we didn't like invent the game. Fire, Fire Island. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we would just turn it into a drinking game instead yes. of like, yeah. you know, anything else. Um, turn it into a drinking game here today. Okay, then. would you rather date someone who sobs uncontrollably during every sad movie, just uncontrollably, like in public, everywhere, or literally never cries about anything?
2: Mmm... But well, that's actually kind of hard.
0: Because it's, it's a guy because I would well, rather you no, know, never it could be a girl guy. Yeah, but it's gotta, it's gotta but be a I girl were. for Gory.
3: For yeah. me, uh, I would rather take the sobbing because it's, it's if it's just during movies, it's, it would be another thing if it was like getting in your let's way say, in everyday let's life. Let's scratch
1: out the movies. <laughs> let's do like randomly, hysterically crying over the smallest inconvenience. Well, that's
3: tough. <laughs> I would still rather rather if it was truly never crying, that would make me very concerned. Right. So, yeah. um, so if those are the options, I'm going for the, the crying. I feel, I feel so like I would good. end up in a
2: relationship where <laughs> the person just being like, just
3: fucking cry. Like, show me you have feelings. Yeah. I, yeah, I
1: think, oh man, I don't know. The never crying is, again, a red flag because then, like, find your emotions, dude. Um, Oh my God, the
0: public crying, I just can't Public do it. crying? <laughs> if can't I do it. If I were a guy dating a girl or a girl dating a girl, I wouldn't care if she if she cried a lot. But yeah. I feel like it's like, if a guy cries too much, I'm like, I'm yeah, not, I know that's, I know that's not probably like the most PC thing to no, say. No, it's this, it's it's this prison it's of masculinity <laughs> have to walk
3: around you know, but, in, but, so but, but I'm also
2: not gonna lie, like I remember when I saw the fourth Harry Potter um, and, um, in, 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 in cinemas and like, Cedric Diggory died, spoiler. But I was watching it and I was crying so hard that I was like, oh my God, who is this person that's like sobbing uncontrollably? And then I went into myself and I was like, Oh shit! It's me. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I think yeah. I, I I think public crying as long as you have people around you that are like, we don't want to associate oh with you, but like love so you deep down. That's fine. <laughs> it's
1: so embarrassing when like you're in a movie though, and then you start to make noises, <laughs> and you're just like, nah. yeah. your <laughs> <laughs> like, dad, I went to the. What movie was it? it was like Johnny Depp and it was finding Neverland it wasn't sad at all <laughs> it was yeah. sad that's a sad I don't one really I don't really remember I, I just cry every single time someone else is crying I just like feel it and I'm just done that's the day for me so you're the
2: girlfriend you're basically yeah, saying that you're I, the one that cries yeah, I cry these years. right so I was
1: trying to put myself in my own shoes I yeah I'd rather cry I think Same.
0: Whatever. I like to cry. I think crying gets a bad rap, but actually it's like a very just normal, work. healthy, emotional release. Hell yeah. And it feels really good, so everyone should try it.
1: Okay, speaking of movies, this is the last one. <laughs> would you rather date a movie crier or a movie clapper? Like they get at the up, get up at the end of the movie and they're just like, that was so good and just clapping so intensely. What would you rather have, like a hysterical crier with noise? Oh. <laughs> Can I
2: have both? They both show great <laughs> emotions towards movies and I feel the same yeah. way. Like as I, long as I'm in
1: the movie. What party. if it I mean, was like, like um, what's a bad movie? Give me a bad movie.
3: Be honest. Uh, this could, be, could, be, could be dangerous either. here, yeah. Uh, bad movie.
1: Okay, like what's the from notorious- From Justin to Kelly. Yes. From Justin, from Justin to, to Kelly. Kelly. We're not upsetting Jillian. anyone here. Julie.
3: Yeah.
1: G- <laughs> what um, Like <Jillian>. what if- <laughs> What if you're dating someone and they're just like, "That was epic," and just starts like, you know, applause till
3: yeah, they're that, the last. That, one yeah, that that <laughs> would not be good. That might be worse than yeah, never crying. Exactly. That might be. Yeah. that's pretty rough. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Wait, actually, speaking of just friends, we were just talking about just friends earlier. Um, I went to that movie and my my friend Alexa got up and just started screaming, that movie was hella tight, yo. Yes. And I, I started hysterically laughing and then I started hysterically crying because I was hysterically laughing. That, so, yeah, I have an example of best of both worlds.
0: You're still friends with her. Yeah, so maybe would that. Yeah. I would take that. I think I would. It's hysterical. I think, I think that she was being like funny, though. She was. Right. But that movie was
1: hella tight. Um, <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here. Um... Everyone should go see Thoroughbreds. Is it, it's out? Is it coming out? On Friday. It's Friday, Friday. it's March, Friday. Friday. Yeah. So, um, definitely go do that. Don't have plans, go see Thoroughbreds, go see it alone. I like to see movies. Or, like have, that or have that
2: be your plan. Like, bring yeah, the, That's what I'm bring saying. Bring the plan clan. Exactly. Like, bring everybody over yeah. here. Yeah.
3: Bring Go your see. overthinking, friends. <laughs> <Yes>. yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Bring yourself. <laughs> I, I had people DMing me this morning, like, "What is this movie? Like, it looks really good." Yeah. Oh, that's such yeah. good news. Yeah. Yeah. It so. looks really
1: good. We put out, I put out uh, um, the trailer, and everyone's like, "That's so me. That's so me. I'm so this character. Ooh, I'm what so is your that
0: fan character.
2: base? I know. I that's... was about to
1: say. I was just like, I'm so glad they're Dark, all seeing crazy. Of each
0: other, <laughs> but yeah. at the same time, <laughs> no. I think it really is. For our fan base, yeah, like specifically,
1: specific. so we're really So excited. it's for the best yeah. type of people. So everyone Excellent. should go see it. It's and, for the best um,
0: betches. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> There we go. The bad batches. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. It bad betches. Yeah, you guys are really gonna like it. We promise. Yeah, I thought you were telling. It's also not know. that. Oh <laughs> no, this is for the audience. It's also not that long of a movie, which I think is mm. very, very important for, the, for people. For days. people, yeah.
3: Tight ninety minutes. The, you can get dinner after.
0: Yeah, well, yes. exactly. It's a whole date yeah. night yeah <laughs> it wasn't like you know some movies they just go on and on and
3: on and girl like, yeah.
2: date night i mean yeah. you can bring your boyfriend girlfriend whoever but like yeah. a whole group of <laughs> ladies <laughs> going to see this and then getting like margaritas afterwards yeah. not Okay, evening
1: yeah. <laughs> well, we just planned your weekend so everyone should go see it thank you again for being here we really appreciate this Yeah, thank yes, you
2: guys so fun. and thank
1: you for last night
2: yeah it was wonderful.
1: so fun yeah. thanks for getting me drunk thanks okay. for letting <laughs> us host it yeah. Yeah. yeah all right um bye bye
0: batches